atmosphere is first class. It's, it's the best in the state, the best in the league, in my opinion, um, by far. Um, and the players. I have a tear in my eye. <laughs> but, the play, but it is, it's true. But the play, and the players know that, and I think opposition players know that, which is uh, which is uh, which is most important. So if we can make it intimidating for the opposition, inspiring for us. That's what we want, and, and, and you guys have been doing a fantastic job, so I can't thank you enough. So when can we expect Coach Powell to come over to Section 118 after, you know, a strong win at home? I'm just asking. I'm just... I always, I always clap that way. I always clap. I clap. Just well, if the we, invitation is open. You're welcome anytime. If you want to come over and bang on the drum. I, will, I, I know I, Stephen McCarthy. I mean, he did his best Phil Collins impersonation. I, <laughs> I would like to bang that. I would like to do that on the drum for sure. So when we secure a spot in the playoffs. Oh, I you heard it. That. I will play the drum. I will play the drum. And maybe you're, even you're sing it. Maybe even so. I like that. I like that. I like the song as well. What's the, what, what's the song you use that you just can't get enough? There you go. That was it. <laughs> yep, I love it. It's brilliant. And you've seen on many games where the players kind of have their heads down and then you hear the drums. Right. You hear the drums, they hear the drums, they hear like, we're still chanting, we're still behind you 100%. I don't care. Like, you, you can lose, but you don't look down. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, at the, at the, at the RGB, RGB game. They were coming off the bus, they had them on, they took them off, and they heard y'all saying, they took them off, looked up at y'all, they were waving, they took off their headphones because they could hear y'all, and we're so excited by it, we're happy. That's chill. That's chill. Yeah, that's crazy, so look, they were all looking with headphones, when they could hear you guys, and they could hear the drums, they took off their headphones. One big family, yeah, we spent Thanksgiving together, we spent all our time together, it is a passion, and yeah. it carries on. Um, we also want to give out uh, a big shout out to the other pods that have, have come yeah. up in our absence. You know, when we started this uh, a few years back, we were the, you know, originators in terms of San Antonio Soccer Pod, and it's nice to see defending the Ford and Pitch Black and other groups going out there, so go out and give them a listen, um, and then, yeah, you know, Frost Nines, we're here, we'll give you what you've been missing. What are the firm things that you enjoy? Firm things. Firm things. When I hear the word firm, I think of like firm muscles. Mm. I, like, I like firm bananas. <laughs> I, I don't like uh, unfirm bananas. Um, <laughs> I like firm worms. Whenever I'm, you know, digging in the ground and everything and, you know, playing with everything that comes up, I don't really enjoy soggy worms. I like firm worms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, well, you're, you're going to have to excuse us for that one, guys. Welcome everyone, we are at Broadway, Lion and Rose, doing a False Nines Mission City Firm podcast. My name is Schweggy, Schweggy Miss Prime. We have, <laughs> Chris is laughing over here, come on now, come on now. Christopher Drew, Mandy, we have Leotoa, who's that guy? That guy is munching on some wings is what he's doing. Eating two dinners. <laughs> yeah, he already had a hamburger. That was like down in steak sandwich. Okay, steak sandwich. There you go. So we're having a good time. We got kicked out again of the room we were in before. There's a VB debate. VP debate. Yeah, so we got. Actually, we should just come in this room all the time now. We should just come here first. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, it was an exciting season. This is going to be called our season recap podcast. So, got a lot of topics we're going to cover, but we do want to talk about how the season went. Maybe do a little compare contrast with the team that was replaced, the Scorpions. You know, kind of compare and compare and contrast here. All right, so let's talk first about the playoff run. We came so close. Like, how many points were we like out of? Like, we were. What was it? I think it wound up being like two or three. It was only it was a game. very confusing. Yeah, it got very confusing. No, I don't know. You might have been. It was probably like two, two points, well, maybe. Yeah, okay. The third would have pushed it. The three point win, yeah. RTP would have pushed us over. Oh, yeah. yeah so it was, it was a two point. The, the big thing was, is the way the USL does it, if we would have tied points wise, I forget what team it was, but they had more wins than us. So that's why it was important for us to get the win, and if we didn't get the win, get the tie, then they would have to tie, you know. Tie or lose, yeah. yeah. 
close. Yeah, it was close. I mean, we had the podcast before where we had, you know, our beloved Coach Powell. And, you know, we were talking about if you got in the playoffs, you would come to 118 and bang the drums. And I know all of us were so waiting for that to happen. Didn't quite happen, but in a way, maybe... You know, that's the thing with soccer. Sometimes, like, if, if the season doesn't bounce your way for one season, it makes the next season all the more intense. I mean, it, when you have a big win, if you have a championship season, if you have to wait for that championship season after a couple of losing seasons, the victory is much sweeter. Am I right? Absolutely. I mean, it's much sweeter. So, I mean, honestly, I, I would have loved to have Coach Powell bang the drums this year, but if we make the playoffs next year, Coach Powell comes over and bangs the drums, how much more sweeter will it be? Well, right? It, 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 well, it would have been even worse if we pulled like an RGB and, and you know got in and then lost in the first round, like all that effort <laughs> and everything, and then wah wah wah. Yeah. RGB. Oh, wow. oh man. honestly, an RGB. We're, we're, I mean, I don't think anyone is really a fan of RGB. I mean, their social media group, their their Twitter account, they're pretty. Yeah, they're 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 trash. Um, they had a good team. Like I mean, they had. I mean, they owned us the full season. But I mean, you know, I gotta give credit where credit to their team is pretty good. But yeah, their social media team is, is kind of trash. Um, just like their uh, video streams. Am I right, Chris? <laughs> their video streams are like horrible. Yeah, I, I got real sick of everyone blaming that on me at the watch party. It's not me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean. They have a lot to be desired for their their coverage well, of their games and whatnot. But moving moving forward for RGB, hopefully their new park will. I mean, it's, it'll be built by the next season. We hope, right? Yeah. yeah. So then we'll, we'll have see. a better stream. But ten thousand seats and their average attendance is less than two. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But the point is, is yeah, you're right. But the point is, is though they lost in uh, in the last four or five minutes, they, they conceded two goals to lose the game in the last few minutes. So I think San Antonio fans uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, so first round knockout, sorry, RGV. <laughs> I'm not. Couldn't have happened to a better team. Amen, cheers to that. How about that? Cheers, cheers. Oh, and I would be remiss, um, Mandy's daughter, Nina, is here. Say hello. Hi, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> can feel the excitement. Yeah. It's great. So Even though we didn't make the playoffs, what Coach Powell and the front office and everything was able to achieve with such a limited amount of time was noticed throughout the whole entire league. I mean, it was, yeah. it was definitely something that was noticed. We had injuries. We had to deal with injuries. I mean, our, our star forward, Sean Chin, was out for three fours. He wasn't even supposed uh, to be back. Right. It was a surprise. We got him back. And then, you know, the amount of injuries we had, you know, everything is just, the fans still stuck behind the team, though. We were, what, ranked fourth in attendance for USL? Yeah, fourth in attendance for an expansion team um, is, is, is pretty darn good. Yeah, we didn't have to give away tickets like some other clubs. <laughs> yeah, so, let's, you know, speaking of... Um, SAFC. Let's go ahead and compare and contrast. We have one full season with Spurs Sports and Entertainment controlling our club in the books. So maybe let's just kind of compare and contrast SAFC versus the Scorpions. Um, yeah, it's like we are talking about earlier. I mean, the Scorpions had a couple of years under their belt, so it's not necessarily a completely fair comparison, but... Um, I think SAFC in their maiden year did exceptionally well on a number of levels. Um, but let's just, I'm just going to throw it out there. So, like, what do you guys think SAFC did really well um, as opposed to maybe the Scorpions? Um, my first thing was mainly it's more it was an actual football match. It wasn't going to a minor league hockey game where there was promotions every two seconds, kiss cam during a, every kick. Yep. You know, it, it just they cut down on the unnecessary commercials. That that way it was more of a I real atmosphere. The, yeah, and I think the, the corner corner store corner kick, I mean, I think that was gone. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. That was like the worst thing ever in the Scorpions game. Uh, Chris Duell, I love you, but I mean... 
The quarter short quarter kick's gotta go. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was ridiculous. Got sick of seeing moon pies for every other minute. <laughs> that was every match. Every match. Every match. Hey, my, my kids like getting a picture of the moon pies. But that's the beginning of the game, and then we don't have to see the moon pies exactly. the whole entire game. Where, yeah. where it works at. Yeah, exactly. Where it works. On the sideline before the game, you know. Yeah, no no commercials during the, during the game, basically. That's the, the production value was well way better. Yeah. It was it was run like I mean it was, it was a football club. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is this is run like a true football club. They um, added the youth development league. They're they're looking more than just this season. They're looking you know five plus years out. Where when you as a fan go, you're experiencing a true football club atmosphere. Um, everything's in, included with that. Well, and speaking of the atmosphere, I mean, one of the big things that I, I appreciate very much is right away they're like, "Supporter group, want smoke bombs? You got it. Like, we're gonna give you. Not only that, we're gonna give you the smoke bombs. Like the scorpions, it was like, oh hell no. Yeah, yeah they're all, all nervous and yeah. uh, it was. Yeah, it was a train wreck. It's like, are we a football club or? Well, we what? had it controlled from day one. We knew what we, we had a game plan. We know we didn't want to abuse it. We know what they wanted, what they expected, and we kept in line every time. Yeah, and ultimately they let Mission City beat Mission City. Yeah. We had minimal, if any, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas treated like. Whereas in previous club it was every other day don't do that what do we do I don't know just don't do it yeah that gets old pretty quick so I mean I don't think there's any comparison uh, between well at least year three Scorpions versus SAFC I mean you were talking about earlier year one Scorpions was actually pretty good yeah that was a fun Hitchcock but it was run by a soccer minded individual right uh oh we got the karaoke going um, yeah, totally agree with that. They're, they're that football club, that soccer pure atmosphere. Soccer yeah, yeah. That 45 minutes, you know, then go to the bathroom for 45 minutes. You know, right, right. Not, not commercials and breaks and all that stuff. Yeah, excellent. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, you know, we just compared a little bit, you know, Scorpions versus SAFC. But maybe we can talk a little bit now about... You know where we used to, the league we used to reside the NASL versus the USL. Um, a lot of people kind of thought, okay, Scorpions folded. Um, SA, you know, Spurs Spurs Sports Entertainment is going to buy us, and we're going to Division Three. Um, a lot of people had very strong reservations. I know I did. Um, you know, again, again, yeah, NASL last year was pretty good, and you know, NASL this year, yeah, I mean. The wheels are starting to fall off a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> so we want to talk a little bit about um, you know as the league, which I mean, which which is the best fit for San Antonio USL versus NASL. Um, I think, and I'll just go leave this off. I think the USL has been a good year. I mean, it's been a good experience in the USL. Um, you can watch games effortlessly on YouTube um, or ESPN three. Um, that was kind of a problem with NASL, which NASL second division. I mean, a fan of a club should not have difficulty whatsoever to catch a game. That was kind of a problem with NASL. Um, USL is completely effortless. Um, you know, being a part that we are um, tied to MLS. I think in that regard, you're seeing a lot of top talent in the USL. Like, NASL seem to have, like, a lot of old veterans or um, younger guys that just didn't quite have the talent to get to MLS or USL. I don't know. I'll, 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 okay. What do you think, guys? So, um, I think the big thing, too, is like you were saying, is the talent. In the USL, I can't remember what team it was, but I think it was 
for the Seattle. I can't remember. But the joke on Twitter during the game was, oh, I didn't know we were playing the MLS club today because nine out of the oh, 11... Seattle. Seattle, one, uh, two and a half, one and a half. Yeah, Seattle, yeah. Because it was nine out of the 11 starters were yeah. on their MLS Front down from the yeah. yeah. So I was, I was like, this is insane. But then there's guys you look at and like this, the, the forward... He was good enough to be in the MLS, but, but since the top team was stacked so much, they had to send him down so he'd get game time. Right. So that what we saw, I mean, some of those, some of those clubs, the talent was there. Like it was. Well, it, that's what's kind of frustrating. Now, I, I do like USL more more than NASL right now, but that is one of the frustrating things about the USL, though, is that um, you don't know who you're going to get. And actually, Coach Powell talked about that in our last podcast um, when we interviewed him. He was saying. Um, they're playing the Timbers, and 90 minutes before the game, you know the Timbers or the ref brought brought Coach Powell the um, player sheet and found out, whoa, this is not who we were expecting. Like Timbers two brought down a bunch of MLS players, and so it changes everything. So I mean, it's for a non-feeder group like we are, it, it's very difficult to make adjustments on the fly like that. Whereas you know in the NASL, it's a standard set kind of league. You know who their players are. You can when you do your pregame research, you know what to expect. You can you know you can um, strategize. But with in the USL, especially if you're playing, you know, a, a second team for MLS team, the research is like so much more involved. I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of frustrating. So I don't know. The, the big thing too for those teams, those team twos, here we're trying to improve and, and get to the MLS. Field. They don't. They already have a team in the MLS, right. so they're he's using it as a development league, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Definitely changes the way they play their games versus the way we play our games. And that's one thing, like with the, with the NASL, you know, and to that point, like one thing that we're, me and Mandy were talking about this earlier too is um, one of the other frustrating things with the USL is that you know sometimes these games are just not very sexy. I mean, like when we played LA Galaxy two in LA, there was maybe like thirty people in the whole stadium, and so. That can be frustrating. It can be. Just start walking. Yeah. Unfortunately, we haven't had that problem. No. Yeah, we have a good fan base who followed us from the Scorpions here with us today. Absolutely. We continue to grow and grow. And like it was mentioned earlier, we're fourth and standing with USL. Fourth and USL. Yeah, let's, 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 let's highlight that. This is our first year as an expansion team. Fourth inaugural season, yes. Fourth in attendance. How about that? Yeah, it's amazing. Without free tickets. And a cheers. But Lee doesn't have a beer. I, I, all right, that's okay. I understand. But, you know, no, no matter how much we give Cincy and other clubs that we're giving away free tickets, still, I mean, 20000 you know, whatever they have, it, it's impressive. Yeah, even, even with free tickets, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, it, it I mean, is impressive. Is. And I think that's one of the things that the front office and us as supporter group need to keep doing is letting people know. Because, like, I wear my, my stuff, my uh, merchandise to school or whatever, and or at work, and they're like, oh, is that the Scorpion? His new name, or you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's still the information still needs to get out there. So, me and Ashley brought up to school in her um, San Antonio SC blink shirt that I got her. Okay, yeah, it's very pretty. There it is right there. There it is right there. <laughs> and so, she walked into the school, and someone said, You're Mission City Firm. And she's like, Yeah. And I'm like, I got who that is. You know, because that's how you meet her. They know who you are just from what you're wearing, you promote. And we do that all the time, and our people are good. You promote everywhere you go. Right. You draw all these people in, and if they don't know, they'll ask questions. So, be with you. And we've gotten to, are you a crowd too? We're like, no. <laughs> we, we will tell you who we are. Give me a minute. It's pretty amazing, though, that someone from school like automatically identified it was, this city. It wasn't her first instance. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. And I'm like, okay, so they know. Well, your game plan is to go find out who they are, and if they're not a fan, you draw them in and ask their friends. You want to come, check out a game, bring their parents, and find some way to draw people. I do feel like Mission City Firm, two, three years from now, is going to be ridiculous. I mean, we're going to have a couple of sections covered at Toilet Field, I think. Literally, I mean, we're growing like crazy. Well, 
so far, what do we have already sold out in September? We got like four months still. Four months, six months still this season? Six months. Six months still this season. And the section's already 65% sold out. So the season just ended. And we already have 60%, 65% season tickets sold out for 118. Pretty incredible. Pretty impressive. By any means. He was a leader. I mean, he was barking orders. He was. I mean, Matt Cardone was too, but stay with Ford. But because Cardone yeah. grew into that role, he, that's he, something, you're right. That's a good that's point. That's something that you need to we need to talk about. Ford has loads of experience, and, and it really showed. I think from day one, um, he does have. He's a little shorter for a goalkeeper, but his he does have extreme. I would say, yeah, he's got ups. He's let's call it athleticism. He's got some. Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, he does have extreme athleticism, which you know um, he makes saves look pretty easy sometimes. Well, I think before he got hurt, he only had one or maybe two at the most games where we when we it was a goal difference. Uh, we lost by two. I think it was like one or two total. So almost every game was you know that we that we lost was only by one goal. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. I mean, sometimes when we were down in the tenth place, our goal differential was still positive, and we're in tenth place. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's pretty amazing. So, quick question: Do we want Ford back? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Do we want Cardoni back? Yes. <laughs> okay, so, all right, there you go. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think the club is going to have an option, uh, a choice. Option. Well, I, I think Cardoni is, is, he had some amazing saves. Like, the PK saves that he had were very impressive. I mean, I think any goalkeeper in any league would be thrilled to have the PK saves that he had. Yes. With that said, though, I mean, our, our last game versus RGB, like, we got killed. Yeah, I mean, and he, he has been slow at times. Like, um, his reaction time can be a little slow. So, I mean, I, I do think we keep him, you know, but, but like for, for his PK saves at a minimum. I mean, you keep him for his PK saves, but for some of the goals, like, he's a little slow getting to the ball, and his, that was frustrating. Like you said, though, his experience level versus Ford's, mm-hmm. right? And Good as, point. The, season Good point. Went, as yeah. the season went on, he got better. He got more yeah. vocal in the back. He came out off the line a lot more. He was punching and grabbing balls that people, I mean, I was watching that go in. And I'm like, oh, it's going to, and then he came out and aggressive. His confidence built every game. You, you didn't right. see the same man on the pitch as you did. He, he also, he knew it. He owned it after yeah. It was amazing. That one-handed Tulsa, the one-handed. Yeah. Like, I'll just take that. But he did give us the video highlight of the year almost when he made that incredible save. And then the boy behind the goal, like put his hands on his head in total amazement, fell on his back in amazement. That was an amazing. I mean, USL pimped that. I mean, USL was all over that. It was an amazing shot. Yeah, it was funny. And that was Matt Cardone, so. That was awesome. But this is the thing, though. You can't build a, or pick a keeper based on PKs. It's kind of like, yeah. because you, you never base the strategy in a game on PK. Like, you know, you just got, if you happen to have that keeper that's good at PKs, then that's good, that's good and that's great, but you can't base it. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it there for the keepers. I mean, I, mean, I think the consensus is clear we want both of them back. Um, unless we get a, a really good deal on someone, but I mean, but do you think barring any great deals, we'll keep up, keep them both. One of them might get thrown a good deal though. Ford might. Ford might. I mean, he was from the Red Bulls, I think. I mean, so he's got some uh, exposure, let's say, already. So yeah, he might. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. So, so we got defense. We got 
Biko, we got Cochran played in the back a little bit. Um, who else we have in the back? Uh, McCarthy, oh yeah. Well, let's start with Biko. I thought Biko did pretty well towards the end. I think we gotta keep Biko. Alright, so what about. Um, well, I don't know. Who else in the backfield do we wanna talk about? I do think Biko's really good. I mean, he's got pace. He's really fast. Who was the, um, the new guy? He wasn't new, but who was the guy that... No. It's a long name. I'd have to open up. Well, Mil- here we go. Palacios is in the back. Um, Palacios has got to stay, I think. Ryan Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. was late. Late starter. He did well. He came out. I had never even heard of the East Coast. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. Ryan Shepard. I just, whenever we go to a home game, and then when I go home, I always watch the game anyway. Yeah. Because I miss so much. Yeah. Like, it, it's good to study your team, but... Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, let's go to Rafa. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to leave it to y'all. Well, it's on contracts. So oh, that's why well, that's true. Yeah. He had a three-year deal, right? Or, yeah. Man's got it late. No, he does. He's, he's put in some, some mean, mean balls. I can I, I think his those balls too at the level we were playing at, they were not those keepers were his defense were not expecting it. Like nobody's gonna shoot from this yeah. angle or from this far out. Like that Tulsa game hit the post but twice, three times. Yeah. I mean he is the field general. I mean he's definitely um, he's just so short. Yeah, I know. He goes up for headers. Yeah. Like, just stay on the ground. He does get roughed a little bit too, like the taller, bigger players, especially again with those MLS second teams with all the big studs. I mean, they can just like push him off the ball like nothing. But but he does have great set pieces. I mean, like when there's a set piece and Rafa's taking it, it's like oh shit. <laughs> it's like look out. Yeah, this is a 50-50 chance right here. You know, that's just ability. Yeah. No, that's years. And his leadership is, like, I think pretty incredible, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, his experience. So. I start calling him uh, Little Man Riverwalk. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Little Man Riverwalk. Rafa Castillo. <laughs> awesome. And he, he is Twittering on English now, too, which is pretty good. So. Yeah. That was cool to see. Now, maybe he was using Google, Google Translate. I don't know, but. <laughs> so, other midfielders. Yeah. Uh, Nick um, and Carlos Alvarez. Carlos Alvarez was the first signing. Did he have a one-year contract? Or he he was. Years? He came on late. I thought, like in the beginning, he had a lot of missed opportunities and uh, a lot of close calls for goals. But he just wasn't producing very much. But he kind of produced towards the end. He was scoring goals and like he really started to come on. So I think we got to get Carlos back. Then Reed. Yeah, Reed was very Reed was very good. Yeah, he was very good. The thing about Reed is he stepped up when he had to too. Like there was twice maybe. I think he was captain twice. Yeah. So. What was his injury by the way? I don't. Know. Was it a muscle strain or, or uh, something lower body? I thought. Okay. But yeah, he was. He was definitely out hard. Yeah. That boy is passionate for sure. Forwards for us. JJ. We had JJ, Sean Kim. Of course, Taylor Morgan and um, Frank. Frank. But it's like, I don't know what they're going to do for next year. Um, well, I mean, well, Caesar, I think, is probably coming back. I mean, I think we're going to keep Caesar. I, mean, I, I think he is our only true playmaker. Like, he can, he has very sticky feet, you know, like they say. Like, he can really control the ball in pressure situations. Yeah, good first touch. Yeah, good first touch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Taylor, 
is really he's a big body. He's fast. I mean, and he can get the ball into the box, but once he's in the box, he's like Sandy Trevray with the Scorpions. Like, he's super fast, but he loses the ball. It's out of bounds. It's just, like, very frustrating. But Sean Chin had a really good touch, too, I think. This yes. I, I would really like to see Sean Chin, Sean Chin back. Taylor Morgan, near the end of the season, it seemed like he was getting better in his position. Like, maybe when he first came, he wasn't sure where he fit in the right. team. He is fast, though. He's yeah, he's fast. so fast. He's got long legs. I mean, he's got super long legs. He just boxes people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. But if right. he has to shoot... No, we don't want to shoot. Has, like, but no he just needs to penetrate their midfield back line, then just scoot it to Frank real quick, and we'll be good. But, I mean... I don't know what happened to JJ. JJ came out on the scene strong. I know. JJ came out so strong. You look at those that video that the front office just released with the, the top goals. Right. It's like JJ, JJ, JJ. It's like yeah. and then off a cliff. And then he goes, "Where'd he go?" <laughs> yeah. So. I, I think JJ probably goes. I, I don't even think. I think he's gone. Um, but now Billy Forbes may be back. Um, I can safely say, you know. There was. Oh, is that exclusive? <laughs> Did we just have an exclusive here? False nines, MCF exclusive. I mean, believe it or not, I mean, Billy Forbes actually almost was extremely close to coming back to SAFC for the last part of the season. There was actually a deal in place, but it fell through. Um, with the fall, the, the, the preeminent demise of Ryan OKC, um, unless Billy Forbes gets a sweetheart deal somewhere in the MLS or who knows with the Cosmos, who knows. I really think he's going back to San Antonio. So that will definitely be a game changer for SAFC next year, I think. Oh, yeah, in the USL. I mean, we're looking. If he can stay healthy, because Toyota Field is like cursed or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I have to say, and this is something we were talking about earlier also, I mean, with or without Billy next year, um, I do think we'll make the playoffs next year. Uh, I think we kind of have to. Well, we have to, but I think the whole league has taken notice of 118. They've taken notice of our management. They've taken notice of everything SAFC and like this is a quality club to play for. Competitors, especially like we talked before, it, like LA Galaxy 2, their players, their home game, they play in front of maybe 30 people. How exciting is 30, that? 1,300, I think, because they finished. <laughs> well, when we played them, I mean, there was like Are maybe. You okay, any refills? Do some more water? Can I get a Coke? A Coke? Yes. Okay. I'll get a refill Diet Coke. Diet Coke. I'll do a Guinness. Guinness? Yeah. Do you want a pint, 20 ounce, or a 22 Guinness? 16. Okay, I'll yeah. do it. All right, thanks. Um, I think, well, basically, uh, let's just put it this way. A lot of the away teams that played us in our in our, in our our gym were like, wow, this is where it's at. I mean, this is a great place to play. Um, so I think we're probably going to get some sweet deals uh, coming in the offseason. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see some pretty big names, um, some pretty high goal scorers come to SAC. Come to our club next year. So. Definitely need a name. Yeah. I, think, I think the big thing, like we talked about at the beginning, is would this change to SAFC from uh, Scorpions is the um, professionalism, the football club, you know, the, the atmosphere, everything. Like we have a true stadium. You watch some of those again, that goal reel. And yeah. They're playing in. Might they be playing in a baseball diamond? I mean, some of them. So. Well, in, in this league, it makes a difference. I mean, if you're in the MLS and you're making extreme bank, you know, and you're in a, a good city, it doesn't matter as much. But when you're in the USL and this is, you know, your everything, it makes a big difference. Because a lot, a lot of these guys, I think, know that they may not make it out of the USL. And so, look, if I'm here for the USL for the rain of my career, let me have the absolute best time possible. And a lot of them realize, I think, that the best time possible is right here in SA. You know what I'm saying? So, if, if, if I'm offered 50000 to play in Salt Lake, 
or I'm offered 40 to play in San Antonio, a lot of guys are going to pick SA. They'll take that that short little, you know, you know what I'm saying? I would say Salt Lake because maybe they're, well, they're playing in, in Rio Tinto Stadium, so they're playing at... I mean, it's a bad example, but I mean, there's plenty of... Uh, yeah, see... Maybe Rochester is a good example. <laughs> it's, it's Rochester. Rochester, um, Sporting KZ, or what was it? Uh, what the hell were they named? RGV? The Rangers. Great big stadium that's going to be empty. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, we, we shall see. We shall. But they just turned down the Van Halen. What's up with that, dude? We had Van Halen going, and they turned it down, and now it's... I mean, this is cool too, but you can't just like get me going on Van Halen and then just like turn it down. Oh, Actually, yeah. it's funny. This is the same price. Okay, awesome. <laughs> you rock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting like he's getting jitters. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, what about, we can what talk about coach in front of us. I know we're not I mean, talking about if they're going anywhere. So we need to at least recognize. Like, Well, I, I think with Coach Powell, I think it was mentioned in our last podcast that he does have a three-year deal. So he's here for the next two years, which I think is a great thing. Yeah, you need time to build. Yeah, right. You gotta play. You gotta have your plan in place. Somehow. He's got. He's got experience. Three years um, is a proper time. You have your build year. Your first brand new. Second year, kind of do what you want to do. And the third year is your proven year. Yeah, you either prove yourself or you're done. I think Coach Powell's. I mean, there, there was. Man, there's not much more we could ask for of him. He almost got to the playoffs in his first year no. with, with with an injured team. Um, we had no, like you said before, we had no preseason got to work brilliant. with. He's got some brilliance there. Yeah. His player, the, the players too, want to win for him. Like there's, there's a difference between a, you know, like a, a coach who's out there yelling at the guys and trying to motivate them and stuff. But when like Frank scored it was first or second goal, second goal I think, he ran over and hugged yeah, the coach. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that, huge. And that shows the players yeah, are out there point. to play yeah. for the coach. Right. He that, went straight to Powell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Volumes. Yeah. It does speak volumes. Volumes. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good point. So glad we got him for two years. Um, yeah. Hopefully it'll be so, longer, and hopefully it'll be. I mean, Juan de la Madrid, I think, is a good goalkeeping coach. Um, oh, dude, I think we just yeah. Dude is ridiculous. We got to keep amazing. him like. Let's sign Juan to a ten-year deal. Like seriously, I have to. I love, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, Nick Evans. Yeah, Nick. Nick. How much? How much? How much? Trying to think of the word. Well, not responsibility, but how much faith has SSNE put into Nick? He's running their youth development league. Yeah. Plus, he's you know the assistant coach. So it's it's the true development that you don't see all the time here in the states. Like right. the whole almost the European style, like they're bringing them you know ten years old and up right. in the system. Their their plan is to bring them right up into SAFC in MLS. I mean, that's that's the goal. That's their that's what they're shooting for. That's one of the. If we could put that, what you just said, we could just put that back in the USL versus NASL conversation because um, Scorpions didn't quite get that, I don't think. And we, there were like some press conferences, town meetings, or what do you call it, town meetings, where you know there were some folks like Renee and, and trying to impress upon you know the Scorpions front office uh, the need for academy, but they just weren't quite. They, 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 right. bought, they were trying to buy a winning team. I think that's what they were trying to do with it. Yeah. Well, they can't go down to who manages You have a management that had no idea what they were doing. Right. So, they, they were they exactly like Chris was saying. 
they were trying to buy something and they well, thought all they're doing was just spending money. Yeah. Well, that's not what you're doing. You're, you're well, they were just trying investment. to sell tickets. They were just trying to sell tickets. Yeah. And they weren't really. They didn't really understand the whole. Isn't that also an NASL versus USL type thing yeah. too? Because the NASL, yeah, yeah. when Scorpions are getting older vets and hungry, less skilled young right, guys right. to fill the gaps, they just try to win that championship, sell those tickets, and then if people stay, they stay. If they don't, they don't. You know, they're not trying to develop and have a five-year plan. I think you nailed it. Yeah, that, that was it. I think you nailed it exactly right there. But and so with with like this front office at NCSC, I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing because I think they get it on every level of what it takes to develop a youth academy to, to, you know, to have these youth academy players come into your, your first division team, even though we're third division. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, they get it. It is beautiful to see. I mean, they're, they're treating us right as a supporter group. So I mean, it's just beautiful to see on every level. That's all. serious about the essay over everything so I mean that's one of the things that we want to do going forward is you know we want to put our our fandom behind the Academy kids too so be on the lookout for SA for Mission City to be out of the Academy game we can't make every game but we will definitely make effort to be at at some games you know we will chant for those those youngins and give them a little taste of what it's like to be in the professional league so yeah, my, my, my only worry is we, we stress them out because my only worry no, no you should have seen them at RGB they were amazing I, I think, oh I saw some of the yeah your videos yeah. from what, what, what I'm what I was <laughs> from the feedback I was getting is that it's something that they would love that they, well, they, they also destroyed RGB you should have seen them at RGB the little kids were out there taunting their supporter group they were their parents had to tell them you need to stop you need to stay here but they were they were um, they were little fools themselves they were going up to them and talking to them just as much and they were so into it I think it was like so much <laughs> I, I promise they are all for it and they and they destroyed RGB, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw the scores. It was like 7 to 2 and 8 to 1 or something. some crazy scores. I'm just like, this is like American football, not football. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the scores. So, yeah, definitely home games. Definitely home games would try to make out too. We do need to talk about um, how we're going to do that next year with the Youth Academy. Because, I mean, just imagine that. I mean, if I'm a 12 year old or 13 year old Youth Academy player, and I'm at a home game playing, you know, some other youth academy. But we have like a supporter group, like who's showing up in big numbers, like doing the chants, supporting us. I mean, I would be to the moon, and I would want to improve my game. My motivation level would be, I, I, I couldn't even comprehend the motivation I would achieve from that. Right, so I guess we have to not. We, I guess we can't say we're better or we're drunk, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's no rule against not drinking. Wow. <laughs> you're, you're better when you're drunk. The kids are the <laughs> Yeah, they chant it every time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all, 
the chant is really for us anyway, so. <laughs> well, maybe if they win at the end, we just let it roll. Just... Well, but then again, if they'll be like, yeah, about that last chant y'all did. <laughs> I don't really care. But that would be... Yeah, exactly, exactly. We don't, yeah, we don't get complaints now, so we don't think it's going to change. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, we covered a lot of daggum topics. Should we talk about anything else? Or? Well, uh, off-season, they already, uh, Tim and Darren have already stated, you know, their plans to go for players and to improve and all that kind of stuff. Do we want to talk about anything that we're going to do off-season? I mean, Lee already started about we're going to support the youth group, but youth development or... Um, just kind of all I can say is just kind of keep a look out on the, the website and the page. Just kind of we will have events here in the off season. Um, they may be, you know, football related. They may not be. I'm sure we'll do something for upcoming World Cup qualifiers in November. Um, I know we'll yeah, have a couple fun. fun little things going on. Probably some community work. Something interesting. So that's one thing I say is you know a lot of stuff if we do and we conclude people we will let everyone know so just kind of keep an eye on that like again our facebook page under uh supporter 118 and then the website missioncitycorp.com twitter we'll blast it everywhere you can't yeah you can't say you didn't hear about it it'll be everywhere uh one thing i I don't know if we talked you talked about it but just you know, over the years of being a supporter for the previous club, and now you know, of course, with SAFC, it's just it's nice to finally. It's fine to sound pompous, but you know, we've did, we've kind of done what we've always done, and this has been as a supporter from just my personal experience. Um, this is the first year that, as we talked about earlier, SAF the front office let us do what we do and let us be us let us be passionate it wasn't a bunch of no 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 it was let me see what you got let me see your passion right right, right. and i think that made all the difference yeah it, it, we didn't get i didn't have to go to meetings every other weekend saying someone complained about this and that and it was ridiculous complaints from right. the old club you know it was i didn't get a complaint about you guys we're more than halfway through the season. We haven't had one complaint. And in fact, we're asking people. People are asking us, "How do they get with you guys?" You're right. You know, and people people <laughs> ask me. People ask me all the time, "What's different?" And I've told them nothing. I was like, "The only thing that's different is our front office trusted us and let us be us. They let us do what we do." And it came out. The players, you know, the players would make sure to come over. You know, they 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 understood what we were bringing to them. They uh, see the passion for sure. Coach, just they see today, the passion. You know, thanking us for everything we did. He's like, you know, so there was times when I, I don't know if it was Reed or McCarthy, but I remember talking after the game one time. They're like, we, we were crap, and you, we just kept hearing you guys didn't stop. Yeah. And so we're like, you know, we got to pick it up, and then we <laughs> the game that we want to winning. So it's that kind of thing. That's that's our gratitude. Goosebumps right the, there, yeah. I think the players, <laughs> they cared. You know, they saw how much passion we have. And I remember that game that, maybe, I think it was McCarthy that talked about that. You know, his, his signature headband. He took his headband off, like, to walk at us, and he just... He was just so pissed he couldn't even do it. You know what I mean? Oh, you're right. Yeah, exactly. He walked yeah. away like yeah. he was so disappointed with yeah. like, either his performance or the team as a whole or whatever. He didn't like, even I don't even deserve to come Yeah, I don't come over. Yeah. 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 But they still recognize they know that we're there. They have this presence and they know we're there. Yeah, I mean, we live by, we live and die by the 90 plus. Uh, hashtag whatever you want to call it you know we start before match we're there after match we're first first to get there last leave Um, you know we don't stop you know the the heat gets to us too (laughs) Um, yeah we're sweating we're you know we're sweating just as hard we're going drumming singing I mean I challenge anybody who's never done that in in 
90% humidity, 110 degrees. You will be tested. Go 90 minutes. Sing for 90 minutes straight. Sing, jump, dance, drum. Yeah, it's that. That is just a different breed of person. In the that's who. That's who we look for. You know, those are the people that you know. We look for and we encourage to come out. I mean, believe me, we get not everybody is physically capable to do it, but you know, at the same time, you know, I see people who who, are, who, who know who you know who openly can tell me I'm just not physically able to stand that long, but they're singing the whole time. Yeah, they're holding flags. They're doing what they can to show their passion. You know, there's there's no limit to anybody. You, you know, what I always say is do the best of your ability. Yeah. You know, not everybody's on a different level. That's fine, but passion shows. Yes, it does. Passion shows. You can tell. You can pick people out so easily right. to see who's there for the club and who's there just to hang out. Yeah. And you see our people, we motivate them. If you're not on point, on point where you should be, We'll call you out. And we calling you out. But people usually jump on board when they call you out personally. Like, we have good people. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the, I mean, yeah, there's, there's cell phone videos of us, obviously, but <laughs> one of the biggest things that I, you know, I was big about is limiting that dramatically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that actually helped a big deal. I mean, um, just being on, I mean, cell phones are so distracting. Yeah. You know, and, and like I always said, we're here for the club. Club, yeah, is, right. club is priority number one. Um, and if you're not here for the club, you're here to hang out with friends and do other shit. Yeah, that's part of it. We're a family, but that's not our primary goal. We're not here just to party. We're here to for the club. And uh, that was it. I mean, that was my message to everybody. And, we, and over the years, we weeded those people out. You know, the people right. that are here today, the poor people you know, and they bring in other people who are just as passionate. So that's why we continue to grow, and that's why we continue to have steady numbers, because everyone knows what their obligation is. You want to be in our section, you want to stand, fine. You stand on 90 minutes, you chant on 90 minutes, which is, you don't know, we'll give you a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And most people said, like you even said, you know, after a while, the repetition and how, you know, on right. chance, you'll get a big chance. You pick up the chance pretty quick. I'm surprised. I think that's the, the one big thing, too, is there's those people around us that are passionate, but they're kind of maybe worried worried or don't know how to join. And Eric, Eric was the king of that this season. He's seen people cheer next to us. He runs 30 people over and grabs them and drags them over. Oh, and then, you know, and some people say, oh, I didn't think I couldn't join you guys. Or they would stand at the top of our section and not come and join us, you know. It's but, self-doubt, kind yeah. of self-fear. Like, yeah, people need to get over that. Come join us. It is a blast. Yeah. But like Eric reaching out, people taking that initiative to go out and yeah. reach out to them. Hey, you want to come join us? Well, that's, that's, that's that's like me with my press pass section 121-22. Like if I see people, they're kind of like trying to figure out what we're chanting. I go bring them the sheet and be like, hey, yeah. you know, come join us, blah, blah, you know. Well, thank God for people, you, people like you, because I'm kind of introverted. I'm just kind of like, uh, <laughs> And it went down, but no, it, it, it's good to have people that reach out. But, you know, we were talking about earlier, too. I mean, we do have, like, a strong leadership board. I mean, I would say, you know, there are a number of people that uh, will definitely call you out if, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Stendhal calls me up. I was tweeting on my phone in the middle of the match. He starts screaming at me and swinging his arms. My brother was in town from New Hampshire, and he's like, "Hey, that guy's yelling at you." Yeah, yeah, and, yeah and that's, that's what it is with this group. You know, there's leave you check your egos at the door because they don't belong here. We, we will self police. I don't. I don't care. I mean, if I'm standing there and just being lackadaisical, which doesn't ever happen, but if it happens, I expect someone to call me out. I, you know, I, I 
It but should happen. And, and being called out And is no nothing. one should ever be afraid. Yeah. yeah. We'll get offended. You know, we're, we're You're at a soccer game. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude. You want to I mean, you know, you phone and play video games and go home. Yeah. <laughs> no Pokemon. Yeah. 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 Better tell Hector that. Hector. Hector, do you play Pokemon Go? Seriously? Come on now. No, no. We love Hector and Christy. I mean, that was awesome. I mean, I, I was, the, if anything, you know, the last home game we had was, Mission City was on another level. We, I mean, we had brought it all season, but that was just, that was something that I just was so, like, surreal. Oh, it is very surreal. I, I almost didn't even recognize my own club. It was just, it was insane. <laughs> there was the... Yeah, I was like, they had the intensity that just was there. Was, and, and even after the weeks after, literally weeks after, we're now three or four weeks after that game, still getting videos of people saying, this was, this was crazy. We, we, we didn't know this, this existed in San Antonio. We didn't know this yeah. lived here. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we do for 90 minutes every game. Yeah, because that, with that game, there were some of our regulars that I was like, I didn't get any pictures of you in the first half. Where were you? He's like, I couldn't get to where I normally stand. Oh I'm like, God. what do you mean? He's like, wow. there were so many people and I was getting shoved away. So many people, wow. so many people without their shirts. Some of our people actually left and you're like, yeah, that's too much skin. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You never had too much skin. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we definitely can't wait. To, I mean, I'm six months away. <laughs> I mean, luckily that you know, I'm, yeah, I follow. We follow other clubs, so, so football's still in my life for, for the next six for a while. But it's not. It's not my home club playing. So. Yeah, yeah, there's a big difference. Yeah, massive. So, but most you Optimistic about the future of soccer in San Antonio. It's I mean, magical. Yeah, it's <laughs> magical, man. I mean. All right. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead and close it here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's almost nine. So, by Leah Choa, Christopher Jew, Nina, Mandy, Schweganopolis. We are out. We will hear you next time. We're probably going to do a Thanksgiving pod, maybe a Christmas pod, a New Year's pod, and then after that, it'll be game opener. Right? So, we're good. Out. Out. Hey, if you're in MCF, donate some money for the trailer. There you go. We need money for the trailer. <laughs> Have a good one. Peace out.
thinking about you know a little theme song you know canteros meet the canteros they're a modern football family from the town of SA they'll steal your heart and in your hard-earned money every single super Saturday join them as we love to watch them play Canteros, we're the Canteros. You'll have a puro pinche good time. A puro pinche good time. You'll have a gay old time. Bam. Wait, How about wait, that? Wait, that's, that's acapella. Woo.